0: It's wellness Wednesdays, it's wellness Wednesday. And this was not the video I was originally gonna to run today. I had this whole thing about narratives and why you can't necessarily trust narratives. And you can say your own narrative using the summer movies and the box office and which one are seen as flops and which ones weren't so on and so forth. But then I saw a thing yesterday that, and I, I was I was really good this week. I pre-recorded everything, and I was like, okay, so I'm gonna work ahead. I've I've finally got some stuff, like I've finally got that, uh, GoFundMe up for the the men's uh the men's skills building works, men's, you know, socialization groups as well. Uh, and I'll talk more on Friday about what those are, because there have been some questions. So, but, uh, uh yeah, I had it all set up. And then I saw that SAG-AFTRA was saying they are going to deny union membership to any influencer that covers the summer movies. And Mission Impossible was one I talked about. And that was one that, you know, it's still out. They say any new movies. And it's like, my God. This is unenforceable, but they're basically saying anybody who covers it will never get SAG designation for anything. And ACTRA up here is sort of a sister union to SAG. And even though it's low risk, I decided not to chance it. And this is why we're talking about how to pick your battles. Because you guys know me. I'm a bit of a fighter. Let me do the help support this channel thing. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron. Patreon.com slash K. Or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it. Can't afford it. Coffee.com K. We are uh, still four sessions away from meeting our latest goal. Four donated sessions. And then, of course, the men's group. The, I, I'm going slow on that one for various reasons. I put it up to make sure it was up. But GoFundMe has no time limit, so it's more chill. But link is in the description box below, and I forgot to switch over. Okay, there we go. Um, so, uh, how to pick your battles? Now, as as some of you might notice, I am something of a fighter. I and and what's interesting is. I, I go back and forth because it's very important to understand your own stress response. Because when it comes to picking your battles, it's like, is this something I'm fighting because I need to fight it? Or is this something that um is making me stressed and so I just want to punch it in the face. Um It was funny because I saw a gender critical feminists say I've never seen a real woman say you should punch someone in the face talking about a trans protester and I'm sitting here thinking assigned female at birth I'm so sick of all these stereotypes getting thrown around lately because and and you know I was a really shy quiet introverted kid uh but I didn't I didn't have a flight response. Did I freeze up sometimes? Yeah. But I had a pretty... Like, I was always that one who, when a kid was getting picked on, I would step in and go, you know, you're being a bully. And then they'd normally pick on me. And then I'd get shunned. But including sometimes by the kid who was originally getting picked on. And I never learned. (laughs) And that's what I I didn't want to learn. Right. I would rather take the beating than have to live with the fact that I saw something wrong happening and I didn't say anything. Now, sometimes you can't do anything at the time. It's better not to do anything at the time. Because one thing I've learned is sometimes the bully picks on the person harder as sort of punishment. It depends on who it is. Uh, But, you know, even if it's just, um, going up to the person afterwards and saying, are you okay? Like that guy was an asshole. That's actually apparently more beneficial to the person being picked on than starting a big fight. But sometimes I still maintain starting like countering is the right call, especially now since, I have grown into a gigantic asshole uh, who I hit the point where I got so sick of people insisting you have to be aggressive in certain jobs. They always tell you in journalism, you have to go out, get the story. You have to be aggressive. You have to advocate for your opinions. You have to fight for what you believe in. The problem is, at least in games journalism, men could fight what they, what, for what they believed in. But if women believe strongly in something, you were too emotional or too aggressive and you were identified as a problem and difficult to work with by the very same men who were passive aggressive, but that is a form of aggressive. Uh, I just got sick of it being held against me. So it's like, all right, if this is aggressive, if if this is me, I'm just gonna be me. And it's funny, because ever since I started doing that, people have said I've mellowed, and I don't think I have. I mean, if you see me on Twitter, because people are like, you're not as nice here as you are on YouTube. It's like, totally different environment. And here, I just, as much as I love, games and talking about games and even having hot takes on games, I have a responsibility to other people now in various projects I'm working in and with the, you know, the personal, the, the, the groups I'm doing online, the one-on-one clients I'm working with, I have a responsibility to them to keep the community as non-toxic as possible. And so does it make sense to wade into shit like that? I don't think it does. Every so often I'll do something. I've got a lot of thoughts on the Legend of Zelda that I'll be sharing in the in the coming. I'm I'm capturing gameplay. For, for certain characters, but I'm utterly enthralled with Tears of the Kingdom, but it has me thinking so many thoughts. Um, and I'd love to do more stuff on writing and this and that and the next thing, but one thing at a time, right? If you're scattered to the winds, you never make progress forward. And that's another thing regarding picking battles that I think there's... The moral and ethical, what can you live with? And that's, at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. And other goals, granted goals you set should be in keeping with those values, but no achievement goal should require you to sell your soul. That's, that's where I hit with TV. Is that, you know, when when Ed and Red's Night Party finished up, we, we did a few shows. This movie sucks. Um, you know, I did some documentaries. So much music. Uh, there's another show. Oh, um, I hate Hollywood. That was the other one we did. But those are those were more. Well, this movie sucks was just bizarre. But, um, you know, I enjoyed doing the documentary stuff, but they were a lot of work. And to get back into sort of the organized TV industry, it would have involved doing things that didn't sit right with me. And other people may not feel that way, and that's great. I just couldn't, it was like there was a physical wall every time I thought about what I would have to compromise in terms of my principles to get work. And one of the things that I knew I'd have to compromise was standing up when I think something is wrong. And now here I am, you know, um, do I, I do think that the, the SAG demands on influencers I think it's nothing morally wrong about it per se. I think it's tactically idiotic because, you know, in a in a strike where the public doesn't see the thousands of day players that rely on SAG after setting rates and workplace conditions, they don't see them they see the the millionaires, the Bernie Sanders, the millionaires and billionaires, right? Millionaires and billionaires, they need to pay the fish. Yeah? And that's what people think. Oh, it's a bunch of millionaires fighting a bunch of millionaires. And it's not. But when you start doing a power move like that, instead of just saying, look, we would really appreciate if you showed solidarity, if you take money to promote one of these summer movies that are still coming up, like Barbie Oppenheimer, stuff like that. Um, please donate a portion to the emergency fund for the striking workers. That's something, okay. I don't see the benefit of making these summer movies tank because I think that if they do really well, these... Studio heads and the people negotiating on their behalf can't say, we're going broke. We need to cut costs. It's bullshit. There's a lot of wasted money on, I mean, there's a thing going around of Samuel L. Jackson from, I think it's from Secret Invasion, but the green screen background is not only green screen, it's a placeholder gun that they did digitally include and people like, well, that's just too much CGI. Here's the thing that they CGI the gun because guns are shiny and they don't want it picking up the green from the green screen. That's why they do that, but that's expensive. I mean, uh, visual effects, Can run anywhere from $5,000 a day to $5,000 a minute of footage, depending on, you know, it's expensive and not everything has to be green screen. Uh, But anyway, that's neither here nor there. They made their choices. They made the choices that they can live with. I think that that demand is somewhat out of panic and panic. Tends to make you act against your best interests. And that is why one of the best things PTSD therapy taught me was okay, you're feeling this thing. This stressful thing is happening. That thing within you that's telling you you have to do something right now, because that's what you know the amygdala freeze, fight, fawn, or flight response is it's pushing you into action, right? No, you actually don't have to do anything right now. And stopping that freight train is really important because then I can fight smart instead of just fighting hard. And then I can ask, is this getting me towards my goals? And in terms of it on assholes or being bullies on Twitter. Yes, absolutely. People say that's a waste of my time. No, it's not. Because one, I hate how fucking toxic social media has become. Two, I want people who I know have histories where they're, um, they haven't had people. I want them to know they have people because it's not just me that jumps on these guys. It's 10 other people organically go, "You are wrong here." And I want those people to know it's not like before. You have people who will not let you, just let you get picked on anymore. I'm a I'm a big believer in in the Avengers. They come for one of us, they get all of us. Um because I do think that with the increasing consolidation of wealth and it being harder and harder to just get upward social mobility taking care of each other is incredibly important which is why i pivoted away from straight up game stuff which i still do on twitch but you know i pivoted away from that and into the more mental health stuff because I feel there's a lot of people who can do insightful content about games. Not necessarily the way I do. But I also want to be careful because now making Song of Sparkle Muffin, I'm saving a lot of it for the game. Um, And I don't want to over talk it. I don't want people reading too much into certain decisions because of something I've said about something else that I think that breaks immersion. But... uh, I may, I may run the video that, that, uh, I was going to put up today for the patrons. That's a good idea. There we go. Um, the reason I chose to pull this video is I may have to do a day, like a guest thing with ACTRA for something at some point. I don't know. It happens very rarely, but it has happened. And... You know, I don't want to jeopardize that. It's a, it's very unlikely they will be able to make good on the threat. Because what are they going to do, screen everybody for any video they ever made? No. But just in case, it's not worth it to me. Because I've burned. See, it's easy to say I burned the bridge, but... I don't believe I did burn the bridge on some of the the fights in comics and in the gaming community that I've had in the past. My The people I was opposing blew up the bridge. I didn't burn it. You know, I wasn't the one going, no, you're ostracized. I was the one going, look. We need to have these discussions and. We need to actually listen to people who are not professional communicators and therefore are not making their case well. And yes, they're saying some pretty horrible stuff, but in their minds, they are reacting. They are not acting. And it's very important to keep that in mind. I believe it's somebody doesn't have to, to be perfect out of the starting blocks with me what I need is when I go hey that don't do that they play ball if they do that it's like okay good dude dude is a gender neutral term there good dude started off on a bad foot but no problem I can take it I'm good uh so I give people chances and that means pushing back pretty hard but I would rather somebody gave me a chance, even if it was a bit rough, than just blocking me the way Dan Slot did three fucking times. I have no fucking idea why. Fuck Dan Slot. I don't care how good any comic he writes ever again is. I don't say anything to that guy. Why do I keep getting blocked by him? I might have accidentally tweeted a response that he was tagged in a few times. What the fuck? Um what do they call them? Um, they've got some, something, uh, uh, ah, anyway, I don't remember. Uh, but like, forget it. You know, he could write the greatest comic ever. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to buy it. Cause what the fuck is that? Who you are as a person matters to me. If you can separate art from the artist, I have no problem with that. That's just me. And it comes from knowing Josh Whedon was a sleazy piece of shit and not being able to talk about it because it wasn't wasn't my story to tell. I think that really impacted. Um, And there were stories about Kevin Spacey for years, too, though I think he's going to walk based on what's going on with that trial. Uh, but you know, that I have to live with myself. And, but I, this particular thing, do I agree with what SAG did? No. Is it worth, is it worth it? No. Just putting out one video that's sort of a throwaway that I think is interesting, but really is neither here nor there important to suffer any risk of negative consequences. Nah. I don't feel that strongly about it. I want to keep my powder dry for the stuff I do feel strongly about. You know, like people feeling bullied and reacting to that, going ow, not necessarily saying it the best way, but going ow. And as somebody who, you know, if I rejected people like that, I'd be a complete hypocrite because I was still doing games journalism when I was in, you know, PTSD therapy and not okay. And there are some things I said as a result of that, that aged pretty poorly. I can't take those back, Um, you know, I look at it and go, would I have said it that way now? No. Uh, Was I kind of crying out in pain for somebody to treat me like a human at the time? Yeah. And when I see people losing their fucking minds over She-Hulk or Star Wars or He-Man or anything like that, that's what I default to, into what their state is. And so I give them chances to go, all right, you and me now, what is this really about? If they keep insisting it's about the, the content, and they keep using facts not in evidence, okay, I can't do anything. If they're just like, this just bothers me, okay, we can have that discussion. And so whenever there is that sense where I feel like people are being ignored that shouldn't be ignored or worse, vilified, when I think they have a decent point to express badly, yeah, I'm going to cash in some chips on those fights. This one. I, I don't it's not it's not regular people being hurt here yet. Uh, if they actually do deny someone union, you know, they don't have to prove they actually knew about it, which is. My big problem with what SAG is doing on this, that they can't prove somebody who took like 5,000 bucks to cover, I don't know, whatever movie, saw that article. They're not union members. They don't have correspondence with the union. And a lot of people don't read news. They get news off of social media. So if they didn't see it, how do you hold them to it? They didn't sign a contract, they didn't agree, they're not a member of the union, it's an overreach. But this is sort of more interesting anyway, isn't it? Now patrons get some content. And that's what it comes down to. What are my goals? Is this thing going to allow me to move forward to my goal? And if it's actually working against my goals, Is it because if I don't do it, I'm not going to be able to sleep at night? That's my decision-making process. And it's all about keeping my powder dry for the fights that matter. And people accuse me of hypocrisy. And the one that gets me is you're a bad ally when I think it's not a fight worth fighting. And... As, as Akilah says, an ally in the military sense is reciprocal. The ally has your back, you have theirs. That doesn't mean you don't disagree, but you don't go to war in public. And so the people calling me a bad ally are bad allies. And I just think a lot of the fights that are going on right now are proxy fights for something deeper or something bigger. And the sag after thing isn't. It is basically about the, the amount even lead actors on streaming series are getting because they don't get residuals and they're only six episodes long and then there's a two-year gap between shows. You cannot maintain... Living in L.A. on that. But furthermore. They want to be able to scan a person's face. And possibly body. Pay them the equivalent of one day union scale. And then be able to use that likeness forever. And you can do that in... LA LA California is one of the few states where you can actually I think it's it's New York is not LA is I think yes because they have like Elvis Marilyn Monroe all that stuff um you can actually sell your rights of publicity so you can actually sign a contract that says this movie company owns my likeness and they can do anything they want with it um which is part of the reason I sort of joke, James Gunn should put me in a DC film as myself. That'll be funny. It's only, it's a joke. Though if you asked me to do it, I'd do it. That'd be fun. But that is what it's about. It, I mean, the, the writer's strike is about not using AI as a tool. They actually want it, want them to agree that they can write the first draft of a script using chat GPT, first of all, that's gonna result in in really, really boring writing. But also those first drafts are where people learn. And oh, you can go to school for that. School does not prepare you for the pacing of especially television. You have to get so disciplined. I was talking with the writers group about this, that writing to time for television change my entire writing process because you have to work fast and, and it still has to be quality. But you have to make some pretty merciless decisions, which is where picking your battles also comes from. And, and I mean, we all sort of grew up on a diet of of superheroes. And this is where I think that the superhero genre can evolve some and isn't. Because of this idea of if you have a choice between plan A and, you know, choice A and choice B, will you Batman and do plan C? That's not the reality of life, especially when you have to make snap decisions when the adrenaline's going. And one of the things they don't show superheroes doing really well is picking their battles occasionally you'll see a story about no we're not getting involved in this one because after a point people have to learn to look after themselves but I've always had an issue with an increasing issue with the concept of Batman uh right around the time they started I mean I thought No Man's Land was awesome for what it was but then Batman kept being that asshole way beyond no man's land and i, I bought it no man's land cuz oh my god like that was such a crisis situation him showing trauma symptoms made sense to me but they kept asshole batman you know frank miller dark knight returns sorry the dark knight batman um and even when they try to go more silver agey with them even when they throw in you know Damien to pop the bubble on him sometimes he's still kind of a dick and yes they made him lose his money in places and oh he's just a millionaire now not a multi-billionaire but Bruce Wayne can do a lot more good for the world than Batman can when Batman's just beating up petty thugs not solving the really intricate crimes that the police don't have the resources for. And they keep saying they're going to take Batman back to being a detective, but then it's still the shock and awe fighting in the comics. And I get that's what people want. And I get the comics aren't written for me. I'm just saying what interests me as a somebody who enjoys you know, stories, but also somebody who creates stories. Can we please tell something new with heroism? Can we please show people? And I mean, the Spider-Man movies are doing this quite well with the difficult choices and there always has to be a loss. Though I would like them to start being a little more nuanced with Spider-Man because now we all see it coming. But the idea that Peter always loses something important doing the right thing is more realistic than most of the stories of heroism you get. Because if you're picking your battles based on playing to not lose anything, you are eventually going to lose everything. It's not possible to lose nothing in life's difficult choices. Picking your battles is as much what you are willing to give up to preserve the things that are important as it is getting something out of the deal. Sometimes it's just a Kobayashi Maru. You have to fail as best as you possibly can. And sometimes um, the world's idea of a failure is a success as far as you're concerned because you weren't in it for the reasons people assumed. And... You have to pick your battles, realizing that when it's really important, no matter what you pick, you will lose something. So it's not just what you're you're working towards. It's what you're willing to give up. Not that you want to give up. You're willing to give up. Because if the answer is nothing, you will lose. And so I decided to give up a video because it wasn't terribly important to me. And it gives Patreons content. Uh, So in a way, I sort of turned it into a bit of a win. But that was something I've I've learned. That you can't fight every battle, even when you really, really want to. Because it feels like the right thing to do. Because you have to play the long game. And sometimes you can't save people, especially from themselves. That's why I say be the hero of your own story and not anyone else's and it's not therapy. Because when you're trying to be the hero of someone else's story, you're relegating them to a supporting character in their own life. And that doesn't feel good for anyone. When it's about someone else's life, you're the sidekick. You're not the hero. You can only be the hero in your own story. And that's something really important to keep in mind when you're picking your battles, Because, you know, like I had to make the really tough call with the Joss Whedon thing. That wasn't my story. It wasn't my story to tell. It made me sick to see how long he got away with his bullshit. But, you you know, people could have tracked down who I knew. And so it was only a a certain number of sources and they do, they, they go after people. Guys like him, they absolutely settle scores. And so I couldn't and I had to wait and it was hard and I'm real bitter about it, but it was the right thing to do because the people involved had to be ready and only they could choose to take the losses that can possibly happen when you're going up against somebody like that who does play dirty and and still has a lot of friends, even though he's sort of fallen from favor. Um, And some people may not agree with me choosing to stay silent, but again, you have to pick your battles based on what you can live with. And I couldn't live with myself if somebody who had already been victimized once went on to be re-victimized because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. And and this is why, you know, it's really important when you're trying to figure out why somebody else made a choice they did. It's really important to ask why as opposed to just jumping to a conclusion because people are complex and you may think someone's motivation is obvious. It often isn't. Cause most of the time when you're judging somebody else you're working on only partial information especially on the internet so hopefully that helps with picking your battles i enjoyed making this even though it was a do-over help support this channel become a monthly patron patreon.com Patreon on Patreon.com slash K. You can see the video that was gonna run here if you become a patron. Uh or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash K. We need four more to make our goal this week. And the men's go fund me. If you just want to chip in a few bucks, you don't want to sign up for the monthly thing, you don't want to pay 25 whole bucks. You wanna just chip in five, ten bucks, the gofundme for the men's groups is a place to park that. Uh A lot of places, but all good. Thanks for watching and be well.